Blog Talk Radio. that one was dear god <laughs> oh yeah uh, that's slightly <laughs> slightly loud they played that one they cranked it up i feel ouch all right well this is another episode of the original janksters i'm kevin jank i'm peter jank yeah <laughs> yeah we tried to do an uh another episode uh, about an hour and a half ago or so and uh, due to technical difficulties, it just did not work out. We're kind of just winging it now and trying to come up with a, another show idea right off of uh, out of thin air, out of our buttholes. Out of our dicks. <laughs> it's just a weird, foamy stream of show. Yeah, dicks. <laughs> and I've been eating asparagus. No, I haven't. I never <laughs> eat asparagus. It's gross. <laughs> it's unfortunate it's not Wednesday right now. <laughs> People will never know about the cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, so we're going to do probably a shorter show this week uh, as we just kind of get into some, uh, you know, some different stuff. We'll hopefully have time to do the uh, the Weird Al songs at the end, so that'll be something. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. All right. Well, you want to talk a little bit about Stranger Things Season 2? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to spoil it. I know it literally was just uh, released, uh, the, you know, the second season just released on Friday. So I don't want to get too nitty gritty because a lot of people who listen to our show, which is no one, might, you know, I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> um, but so like, uh, so I think this the season was pretty great. I think that it edges out the first one for me a little bit. I think they talk about the the characters and flesh them out a little bit more. Uh, some of them are a little, like, a, a little bit more annoying, kind of like how you were, uh, were talking about, like, how Mike <laughs> was a little bit more annoying. But I yeah. think it works. I'm not against it completely. Um, it's just <laughs> unfortunate, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's one of those things that it has to happen at some point, but I don't know. <laughs> I liked it better. I liked it, definitely liked him better last season. Yeah, uh, whatever. Um, but... Yeah, big that's fan of growing uh, pains. Yeah, it's true. Well, that's what it is. But I'm a big fan of the season. I really do think they fleshed them out, like I said, and it really kind of just, um, I don't know. I can't really put it in any other words except for just it does a lot better with the character development here. Now, I love the story. I know you're not a big fan of the big baddie in here, and I'm not going to ex- go too much into... <laughs> him as much, I guess. 
because I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But um, yeah, I mean, you get a you get a at least a look at him very early on. Like I think in the first episode, you kind of get <laughs> at least an idea of what he is. Maybe not quite the yeah. full view, but. Um, yeah, true. I love the way he looks, though, when he was first presented. And I, you see that in the trailer. Yeah. Anyway, but he's the big baddie there. He just looks yep. like like apocalyptic. You're just like, wow, what <laughs> the fuck? Um, uh, like, I figure eventually they're going to have to fight that thing. And I don't know how the fuck they're going to do that. Like, you need the Air exactly, Force for that's that. That's what makes them scarier. <laughs> Not a bunch of kids. <laughs> that's true. That's true. They brought in some new characters and some new faces that I can't wait to see them in next season, like Sean Astin, I think, was amazing uh, in this. Uh, they brought him along. Uh, they also brought in Paul Reiser. What? So amazing. Yeah, he was great. Super, super, um, super, super happy that they're in this. Uh, can't wait to see how their characters develop throughout the, the rest of the series there. Um, <laughs> it's kind of sad that Paul Reiser got swallowed up by Mad About You for so long. Because he's really good and stuff. <laughs> but no one cares about that True. show. <laughs> he could have been doing but so I many about Helen things. <laughs> no, she was so cute to me back in the day, but only in Twister. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what else. I agree, though. This definitely was so a very much. good season. Yeah, yeah I mean, I was... There's a new, I uh, not, a new kid. Yeah, there's two new kids. We've got Max, yeah. and you've got Billy. One of them I wouldn't even consider oh. a kid, though. <laughs> that dude's like 30. <laughs> he's actually not. So he was born in, well, I mean, he's definitely closer to 30 than probably the rest of the kids. He was born in 94, <laughs> I think, 94 or 95. So, I mean, he's still wow. not a teenager by no means, but he's definitely <laughs> yeah. younger than I thought he was, I guess. <laughs> True. He's still in his 20s. <laughs> He got held back a lot. He did. He did play as the Red Ranger. Didn't oh, really? That in, in one the of new, the yeah, in the new yeah, in the new uh, Power Ranger uh, in the new Power Ranger movie. Oh, that was him. Yeah, that was him. Really? I did not recognize him at all. Fact. A little fun fact and he, for you. he did a lot better job hiding his accent this time because I remember in that movie it was like blatantly obvious. <laughs> like he's Australian. Well, he oh yeah, that's right. From his New Zealand. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I I forgot that I read about that. I thought that was just a sick joke. <laughs> and as bad as that mullet is, it's definitely better than the hair he had in that movie. Dear God. He just looks like a weirdo. Oh, I didn't see it. <laughs> but, yeah, I really love Stranger Things. Uh, I'm not a TV watcher. Most people that know me know that I do not like to watch TV. Um, but Kevin last year said, <laughs> I think the words were, you should check this show out. It has D&D. I'm like, oh, all right, I'll take a look. <laughs> and then I watched it, and I immediately fell in love with that show. Yep, and then you you finished watching it like before I even did. <laughs> That's true. Like, yeah, yeah, I probably did. I'll watch these episodes, and then you're like, oh, I'm already done. <laughs> and you Sounds kept that right. streak going this year. 
Yeah. When you watched all of season two in one day. I did. I watched it all in one sitting, all nine hours. It was pretty pretty fantastic. Um, I wasn't expecting to do it. I just wanted to watch a couple episodes and then work on, you know, my game. And uh, it didn't end up going that way. I just kept saying, oh, one more, <laughs> one more. And then before I knew it, it was like 3 o'clock in the morning and I watched them all. So I was like, all right, cool. This works. <laughs> yeah. And there was an extra episode this season, but it somehow felt shorter to me for some reason. It just it flew by. I know. that I also thought the same thing. Um, I felt that it was shorter. Um, it didn't drag as much. They kept every episode really just kind of moving in you and just engaged in the storyline the whole time. I mean, it's not like they did yeah. that the last time, but it was it was a little little different, I guess. Yeah, they really. That's cool. I, I don't know. It. It, it definitely did have forward momentum the whole time, which was good. Yeah. Other than maybe the uh, <laughs> the eleven episode where it's just kind of her on her own, her just all her story, and it didn't cut back to anybody else really. But yeah. even that, I didn't hate. You won't get too much into what happens there, but. True. 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 Definitely enjoyed it though. Love, love to yeah. meet some Stranger Things. I recommend it. Recommend it like yeah. I recommend AIDS. <laughs> Gotta get them while they're hot. <laughs> yep. You know, we know, we all know. <laughs> yeah, if you're one of the few people on the earth who hasn't watched Stranger Things already, definitely get on that. For sure. For sure. Even though I do wish these all kids right. were a little more like the kids in it, and just swore all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It is what it is. It <laughs> is what it is. Yep, it's still a great show. I like it. Me too. All right. Curious well, to see where they go. With the uh, next you want to talk about a couple movies that? couple scary movies that came out in 2000. Serpentine. Yeah, let's do that. I know you've seen one. <laughs> we'll see if maybe there were some others that might have, you know, already gotten to video and that kind of thing. It's possible. Sure. I'm going to look at my list of 2017 movies and see which ones were horror movies. Oh, I know that you saw this one. Going back to January, M. Night Shyamalan's new movie, Split. Oh, yeah. That, I forgot that movie even came out then. Yeah. Yeah, that was this year. It's true. And this was a good one. I definitely, mm. I really like this movie. Yeah, this was a good one. I definitely. Scrapping his way back <laughs> to being respectable. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, this is this is a good one. Yeah. This is a great movie and a great performance by James McAvoy. Like, he's just incredible playing like a guy who's got multiple personalities. He's got like 23, I think. Maybe 24 by the end. Yeah. Something like that. I 
forgot this was a movie. Shit, yeah. No, this was really yeah. good. I really loved how each personality, even when uh, James McAvoy was uh, doing them, like you actually felt like they were different personalities, which was really cool. Yeah. I hate the fact that there is going to be a, a horrible spinoff of this movie, which is really sad. Oh, I mean, my God. They, they I can't wait something. for that spinoff. Oh, man. I'm they dying to really see that spinoff. Nice. But they decided <laughs> this to. This is going to be nice. They decided to just shit on it. I mean, you can't even mention really what it is without doing a spoiler, but it's so good. Oh, I don't know about that, but no, I definitely <laughs> am very much looking forward to uh, said spinoff. The, or, uh, the one thing I'm kind of worried was... about is that I guess uh, they're bringing Anya Taylor-Joy back for that spinoff, which it kind of seems like, why is she going to be involved? I don't even remember who that was. Was that the main character in that movie? Yeah, she was the main girl from Split. Like, I don't really know why she would be back. <laughs> what is she going to do? Try to take down the, the guy? Like, <laughs> she's just a girl. Doesn't have any special powers. She doesn't, doesn't know anything. <laughs> it's not like she's trained in Kung Fu or something. Like, she doesn't really bring much to this. <laughs> True. You met him once, so we need you. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> she didn't have like a psychic link with him or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess moving along. Next one, and it's still in January, was Resident Evil, the final chapter. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that one. I wish they'd stop using yeah. words like the final chapter, though, because we all know that that's <laughs> not the case ever. <laughs> didn't work for the Friday the 13th franchise, didn't work for Saw. But I think this is going to be the final chapter, at least for that set of Resident Evil movies. They're probably going to reboot it sometime soon, I would imagine. And maybe they'll actually make it something resembling the game for once, <laughs> which would be nice. Huh, that would be pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I would like different. that. <laughs> Why don't you make a game that actually, or a movie that actually has to do with the game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, did you hear uh, they're making a contract? And it's also going to be like a TV series that spins out of that, too? They're making a what? Contra. Oh, no. They shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be good if they do it right. Like, if they kind of make it like an action comedy, I could see it being pretty cool. Uh, Contra, the thing with Contra is, is, I mean, it's just people in a war. Like, it's any war movie. They can't do that. Like, it's going to be seamless. <laughs> because that's what Contra is. But, it's a I mean, war game. You just run it. Yeah. The only way that it would make it feel like Contra is if they had a uh, what the hell a spread gun. If they had a spread gun, That's like, <laughs> they probably would do that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know if I can get down with this one. The only thing that sucks is like apparently those guys in that game were modeled after uh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone, but obviously they're like too old now. So it's like, oh, who do you get that are going to be, you know, as good as that? Because I did hear somebody <sighs> say like, what about? What if you get The Rock and John Cena? I'm like, oh, that's not terrible. 
I mean, whatever. I mean, I really, that's not going to do anything for me. <laughs> it might be okay. We'll see. I'd definitely rather see that than the three Tetris movies they're making. <laughs> Still don't know what the fuck that's about. <laughs> if it's like the cube, it might be good. <laughs> I don't think Tetris it will be. a horror movie. I don't even... <laughs> That'd be great. Just people like walking down the street, blocks fall on their heads. Oh no. <laughs> he got hit by an L. <laughs> the most deadly of them all. That'd be, that'd be pretty great. <laughs> oh yeah, but I don't think I've actually talked about this movie yet, but Resident Evil, the final chapter, not very good at all. <laughs> I did not enjoy this movie. Um, what, I mean... The one before this, they set it up all cool, like, oh, man, they're having their final stand on the White House, and there's, like, fucking dragon things and all this shit, and, oh, man, it's going to be this massive battle. But the movie opens up with, oh, that battle's over. We're just not going to show it. Um, <laughs> everybody died. All those characters you liked from the games, nope, they're all dead. Died off screen. I'm like, oh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That is pretty lame that that happened. Because, I mean, the one that was before the last one <laughs> was them on the ship, and you actually saw the battle. It was crazy. It was a crazy battle. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do. You set something up, and then you pay it off. No, not so much. <laughs> Didn't have enough money for and, them uh, to do all that. <laughs> nope. So basically just Alice going on the road trying to get to, you know, Umbrella headquarters and stuff, and she's got a, the red the Red Queen, like, little girl is back, and there's a whole, you know, twist with that and all that kind of stuff, and it's just not very satisfying at all. And, <laughs> you know, they bring Allie Larder back, I guess, which is good, but not enough to save it. The action scenes were just kind of gratuitous and stupid. They're all just very CGI'd and just not <laughs> not good. <laughs> so, oh, that sucks. I definitely recommend skipping that one. Same thing with the next movie. <laughs> skipping the last one. <laughs> Definitely skip this next one. From February of 2017, Rings. <laughs> the oh, yeah. Ring and the Ring 2. <laughs> this was just a trash fire. <laughs> this is one of those movies that got pushed back a couple of times. Like They're like, oh, we're going to release it by Halloween next year. Or, like, I think last year it was supposed to be around Halloween time. And they're like, oh, no, we're pushing it back. <laughs> and apparently that's because they just wanted to dump it in February when people don't go to the movies that much. Because it was not good. Um, <laughs> it's just, it was just kind of confusing and weird. And there's just, like, a whole storyline about, like, uh, this kid goes to college and all of a sudden he stops calling his girlfriend back so she goes to look for him. And he's involved with this whole study that this professor is doing about the Ring video where they have to keep recruiting more people to watch it so that they can keep passing the ring thing along so that they don't die. And it's just like, it's so overly convoluted and stupid. It kind of just takes away from everything that was cool about the ring in the first place. Just kind of nice and simple and, you know, spooky and stuff. But no, this is just kind of, this is like one of those later uh, Hellraiser sequels where it's just like, oh, please stop. (laughs) This has nothing to do with that movie anymore. That's so sad, too. Damn. Yeah. The first one was good and enjoyable. The second one, I could have been like, eh, whatever, but I haven't seen the third yeah, one Yeah, I don't remember much about the second one. 
this one is even more forgettable. It's just so stupid. And I think at the end, basically, like, the thing gets uploaded to the Internet. So, oh, my God, everybody's going to watch the ring and die. And I don't know. It's so dumb. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cool that they brought in, like, modern times with it. Yeah. Look, there was, like, the one – I think it starts out with a scene where it somehow starts playing on, like, an airplane, like, on the TV screen on an airplane – which that's kind of scary because then you're kind of fucked. Like you can't get away from it. You're on an airplane, but they kind of just cut away from that (laughs) real quick. And it's just kind of a cold open. So it really doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the movie. It's like, Oh, you wasted the one good thing on something that doesn't even really matter. Hmm. That's a shame. Yeah. Just not, not good. Um, this was okay. The next one is going to be a cure for wellness. Do you remember hear this one? No one has. That's a thing. Go ahead, tell us. Uh, this was a movie starring Dane DeHaan, who uh, was like the kid. He was like the bad kid in um, Chronicle, and he played like uh, Harry Osborn oh, in yeah. like Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah, that kid, <laughs> kid who always looks real emo and pissed off. Um, yep. So this was a movie where he's kind of like he's like an up and coming executive at some business in New York, and uh, like one of the partners goes missing in Europe somewhere, and they're like he's he's he, I guess he was on kind of like a retreat trying to relax, you know he he couldn't cut it in the business world anymore, so he went to this European village you know ret- retreat thing like a spa or something like that to relax, and now he's going. He's doing all kind of crazy stuff, like he wants to send his, his business, his portion of the business away or something like that. So they send this kid uh, over there to try to, you know, get him to sign some papers, just get him out of there, just like, you know, uh, you know, take his shares away and that kind of thing. So that his craziness can't affect the company and all that kind of shit. And so he gets to there, and it's like this, you know, weird spa thing. And it's kind of it's set in modern day, but this spa seems very like 1940s ish. Everything's just weird and kind of creepy, and he meets up with this guy, you know, finally, after he has to ask around a bunch, and it's, like, really hard to find this guy. He finally meets up with him, and the guy's like, all right, yeah, I'll sign it over, and all this creepy stuff keeps going on, and he meets this girl who's just kind of, you know, I don't know, it's simple. Okay. Movie. I don't want to give too much away beyond that. It was really long. I want to say it's like close to two and a half hours long, which is kind of needlessly long. But it did have a cool like atmosphere to it. I could definitely like not recommend this for everybody, but it was kind of cool. And like shit got really weird by the end of it. And it's like kind of a twist that you you can pretty much see coming. But I don't know. It's just very strange, but very, I don't know, just the atmosphere was really cool about it. It was directed by this uh, Gore Verbinski, the guy who did, like, the original Pirates of the Caribbean. And I think he did The Ring, oh. too, the first ring. So, it, I don't know. I kind of liked it. It's just kind of weird and atmospheric. So, I would definitely check that one out. Um, also, then, February, we got Get Out. Did you ever see Get Out? No, hell no. Fuck no. <laughs> this is a movie. That, I mean, it was. Yeah. This movie was okay. I mean, it was pretty good. But people really need to settle down about this movie. It was not that great. Like, I keep hearing all these people being like, oh, do you think Get Out could be up for Oscars and stuff like that? It's like, oh my God. 
please, people, calm the fuck down. It was not that good. Because it was the first movie that brought... It was, it was a movie this year that came out that had to do with, uh, like, po- political correctness. Because it has a movie yep. with black people, black relation. It was a movie where it, it, it talks about today's times and people... I'm telling you, man, I, society today is just a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> it's just a bunch of bullshit. People <laughs> just want to be politically correct about everything. And that's yep. why this movie... So much so that they'll just like prop up. It got like a hundred on fucking Rotten Tomatoes or some shit. Why? Yeah, it was very high up there. I think it's just because like people are scared to say anything bad about it. They're like, oh, if you don't love this movie, you're a racist. <laughs> That's all there is to it. But really, no. It's a. I mean, it's good. There's some okay stuff in it, but really, definitely, I would say the trailer. If you've seen the trailer. Like, you know everything that happens in this movie. <laughs> the trailer gave away everything that happens in the movie. So stupid. Like, if I had gone in blind, like, maybe it would have been better. But the trailer really gives it all away. And it wasn't, you know, it's not that amazing. I just don't understand why people love this movie so much. Like, I don't like political stuff in my horror movies. That's not why I go to the horror movies for. <laughs> That's something I care about. <clears throat> That's up for some Oscars. Let's get yeah, political correctness. I'm gonna make one about the struggle of the struggle of uh, transgenders and how they're not the ones pretending, but they're making <laughs> us be the ones that have to pretend they're something they're not. And let's turn it into yep. a horror flick. You'll win an Oscar. <laughs> it's like I just want good, you know, freaky stuff. That's all I want. I mean, he's got like, this, uh, this best friend who works for the TSA in the movie. He was pretty funny. Like, I like that part. And the movie's not terrible, but it's not, it's, you know, it's definitely not, like, Oscar-worthy or that kind of thing. People need to calm down. Did you hear, did you hear about the, have you heard any or seen any reviews for Thor Ragnarok yet? Yeah, it's getting great reviews. I got one that was a mixed review. He really? says it's extremely fun. It's a very fun movie. But if mm-hmm. you look at, like, the timeline of Thor to now, I granted, they, I know they're trying to make it more enjoyable for, for people because a lot of people don't like the Thor movies as much. Yeah. But they're saying that <laughs> probably this one is, crew. like, yeah, I think everybody would. But apparently they're just, like, saying that uh, it's now they're just turning this action, fun, uh, comic-style movie or uh, series into just comedy. That's what it is. It's just a comedy now. It's more comedy than it is action-packed now. And it's throwing, like, the vibe. I, this is just from one reviewer. I haven't seen the movie or anything, but he's like, it was fun to watch, but it's, like, it's missing a lot of plot points now. It's just turning into a fun, fun comedy of a duo with Thor and Hulk. A duo that you'd never think or expect to be a duo. And now it's not. It's, the most action scenes that are in the movie is the ones that we've seen in the commercials. And everything's just supposed to be funny now. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, Weird. I don't hate that. <laughs> I'm sure there's more action you know, than just what the, the bits in the commercial. Um, even if they're just those same action sequences, I'm sure they're a lot longer. But, well, right. I mean... I mean, I'm I'm cool with that. I just want to have fun, and if they're making Thor, you know, fun, that makes sense. 
<laughs> Especially if, like, it seems like the vibe they're going for is more of, like, a Guardians of the Galaxy type vibe, which it kind of makes sense because this one takes place basically in, like, space, which is kind of what the Guardians have been doing. So it's not like it's all just on Asgard and everybody's got to be all, we like fighting and stuff like that. <laughs> like, it kind of makes sense that it would be a little bit more colorful and just fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not against it. I probably still won't go see it, but. <laughs> jerk. <laughs> I already got my ticket. I'm not really a jerk. <laughs> okay, exactly. I mean, for <laughs> me, it's, 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 I mean, I don't go to the movies very often. Even though I love the movies, That's I just true. want to spend my money on other shit. <laughs> like Geostorm. <laughs> I haven't even gone to see that yet. <laughs> That's true. Especially, yeah, everybody is. <laughs> The whole entire world has said it's bad. It's like, well, now I definitely don't want to see it. <laughs> Why would I do this to myself? Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, all right. Yeah, let's see. Kong Skull Island, I wouldn't say that's really a horror movie. That was more action. Balco yeah. Experiment, that was that was a good movie. I really enjoyed I the Balco Experiment. That was, it's a movie that was written by James Gunn, um, but it was directed by somebody else because he was, you know, making Guardians 2, so he couldn't direct it himself. But his brother's in it, Sean Gunn, he's, he's a big part of it, as is, like, uh, John C. McGinley. Um, it's basically, like, it takes place in uh, some South American country where they have this office. It's basically all Americans, though, working there. And um, so they're, they're, it's, like, this office building, and they notice one day when they go to work, like, there's all these like soldiers with guns outside and stuff. So they're like, oh, yeah, you know, there's all these kidnappings. We've got to increase security, that kind of stuff. And uh, basically that's what this company does is they kind of um, – they are there to keep track of people. So they put, like, implants in people to keep track of them in case, like, people try to kidnap them so you can, you know, basically hone in on them and get them back, that kind of thing. So all the employees in this company have been implanted with these chips as well. And so they don't really think anything of it. But then all of a sudden this voice comes on the loudspeaker and it's just like, um, you have one hour to kill four of you or we're going to like kill 16 of you or something like that. Oh, like, that's right. Whoa, okay. Yeah. I do fuck? remember this. Yeah. It's like, is this real? And like, they don't know what to do. And then like, eventually they kind of show like, Oh yeah, this is real. They're going to blow the chips up and, you know, inside of your head and, and kill as many people as they need to. If you don't, you know, do this for you, do, make the decision for them and kill some people. And so it just kind of keeps going like that where they keep kind of up in the number and they're like, oh, okay, you know, they're trying to whittle it down to a single person at the end. And it's just, it's a really fun movie. Just these office people just going nuts on each other, <laughs> trying to stay alive. And like little like clicks start That's to form cool and that kind of thing. Yeah. I heard it was really that cool. good though, but I- I heard the idea is, like, cooler than the actual movie. Yeah, I mean, I thought they could have had a little bit more fun with it. Um, but it's still, I still enjoyed it a lot. And it had a pretty cool ending. Huh. That's still ended up, like, where there could be sequels or, like, spinoffs or something like that. Of course. Every movie needs to have <laughs> spinoffs. You can basically have your hypercube version. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> um, let's see. Life, I think, was the next one. 
I'm sure you probably saw commercials for this at some point. This was that, uh, like, Ryan Reynolds movie and Jake Gyllenhaal. They were, like, astronauts. Yeah, and they find, like, a little alien speck thing out in space. And they're like, oh, my God, we discovered alien life. And then it just, you know, starts growing and killing everyone, essentially. Yeah. And there was a rumor. (laughs) Unfortunately, like, the rumors going around about this movie were so much cooler than it ended up being. Because a bunch of people were like, oh, man, this movie's being made by Sony, and, like, you know, they've got this, the rights to Spider-Man, so, like, maybe this is secretly a Venom origin movie. <laughs> They're like, maybe the little alien oh, is God. the Venom symbiote. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, that'd be amazing. But it wasn't. <laughs> it was really that a little cool. alien creature. Yeah. That would have been, been awesome. Like, they just kept that under their... <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. And this is how he also became Deadpool. <laughs> 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 yeah, unfortunately Ryan Reynolds didn't didn't last long in this movie. <laughs> Sadly. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's it's got a it's got an interesting ending. You can kind of see it coming a mile away, but it was okay. I mean, it's it's kind of the problem with this movie, I guess, really, is that it was just kind of alien. <laughs> It was kind oh. of a little bit more realistic version of Alien, I guess, and that it was more science-based and kind of somewhat modern day, whereas Alien's like in the future and stuff like that. And this was kind of, you know, a little bit more science-based and, you know, set in the present day and they're like, oh, shit, this Alien's, you know, this thing's freaky. We can't go to Earth. We, we can't just escape to Earth as long as this thing's on the ship because we got to get rid of it. We can't bring this thing to Earth because, you know, terrible things could happen. It could just grow unchecked if we take it there, so... It's got its moments, but it just feels very much like an alien ripoff. <laughs> huh. Peculiar. Yeah. Oh, Colossal? I, can, I don't know if I can really call this a horror movie. Um, it really, I wouldn't say it's a horror movie per se, but it's definitely a monster movie. Um, this was a really, really good movie, to be honest. Um this is a movie like starring Anne Hathaway where uh, she's just kind of, she's having a shitty time. She just went through a breakup and shit. She's like moving home. Uh, she doesn't have anywhere to live and that kind of stuff. So she's moving back to her hometown, like going to live in like her parents' old house type thing. And just, you know, shit's real bad. And she's kind of an alcoholic and stuff like that. And uh, all of a sudden this monster just appears in Japan and starts like fucking shit up. I think it was either Japan or like Korea or something like that. Um, this giant monster just shows up, starts fucking shit up all over the place. And she kind of starts to realize that she has, like, some kind of rapport with this monster. Like, the monster will do what she does. Oh. Yeah. So I have not heard of this movie. It was very limited release. Like, it, uh, yeah, it did not get much of a release at all. I had to go to, like, Woodridge to see it. Um, <laughs> but it was totally worth it because it was pretty fun. And uh, she meets, like, kind of meets up with this guy she knew in high school, and they take some weird dark turns and shit. And uh, shit just gets weird as it goes on. It's more of a story about, like, her personal life, more so than the monsters. Like, that's only kind of a part of it. But it does, there's definitely a lot of cool, like, giant, you know, kaiju-type action in it as well. Um, so it's kind of cool. Everybody needs giant kaiju-like action in movies. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Which is just true. I love that shit. That shit's pretty <laughs> great. I'll watch any of that stuff. They keep talking about like maybe doing a uh, Godzilla versus King Kong versus Pacific Rim crossover at some point. Oh no! Amazing. <laughs> Pacific Rim Two looks great though. It does, except some of the shots, like the the um, robots, look really bad. <laughs> like they look really cartoony. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. That I agree with. Um, I did see see that because I know they were talking about making it. Um. Uh, like a uh, uh, like a cartoon, and then when I saw that they oh, weren't, I was like, "Oh, sweet!" But then, I, then some of those shots, I was like, "Oh, wait, is this a cartoon?" Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Maybe like I know a lot of times like they'll do a trailer, but the effects aren't totally finished yet. So maybe they're still going to, you know, clean that up a little bit and make them look a little better by the time the movie comes out. Yeah. I'm hoping. Um, Unforgettable, that was was more like a thriller. Slight, not really. I'm going to say that's not. It was forgettable. (laughs) Yes, it very much was. It might be on the bottom list at the end of the year. It's a very good chance. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. That's definitely horror. <laughs> there were zombie pirates. Okay, not really. Oh, the mummy. <laughs> Again, yeah, how it kind of took all the horror out of the mummy. It was pretty terrible. <laughs> not going to lie. It uh yeah it's huh. it's it does not hold up already like it's just I don't know they tried too hard to set up a whole universe like it kind of did the Amazing Spider-Man two thing where it's just like oh we're gonna throw in all these Easter eggs and not really have much of an actual movie and I think it was written by the same guy that Alex Kurtzman dude so it's kind of like he didn't learn his lesson <laughs> dude I made it to Galaxy Man. <laughs> Nice. I don't think I've ever done that. That was better a lot of money your patience. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be <laughs> playing games while doing this, but I just had to. Yeah, it was just it's not scary at all. It's definitely it, it feels way more actiony than anything, which you kind of can't take all the horror out of a universal monster movie. It just doesn't feel right. Right. And they just kind of like, yeah, there's like the secret lab, you know, where they basically have like their version of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's just like, oh, yeah, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde is like the main guy. And here's the, uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon's hand in a jar. And here's some vampire fangs and stuff. It's just like, oh, God, <laughs> you're trying too hard. Just make this a good movie first. And there's this weird thing where, like, uh, he had his best friend who, like, dies early on. And so, like, he keeps showing up as, like, a, you know, as a, as a, a ghost, essentially. Um, and he just keeps getting more and more rotted as it goes along. And it's just like, this is just ripping off American Werewolf in London so bad right now. <laughs> huh. <clears throat> that sucks. I, I know that they're trying to do a series on it. It's just, man, I wish it wasn't bad, you know. 
I know. I'm worried that this whole thing isn't going to, like, actually go anywhere now, that they're just going to be like, oh, we're done. That's so sad. Because no one cares. I mean, I think it did good overseas. Like, I think China and stuff like that, it did pretty good. So maybe they'll keep them going just for that. <laughs> like, America might hate these movies, but we'll make our money somewhere else. Yeah. But they had, like, a fancy logo at the beginning and everything. It's like, universal, dark universe. <laughs> it's like, well, hope they get some use out of that logo, I guess. I think uh, they're supposed to be doing a Bride of Frankenstein movie. I forget who the director was, but I think they pushed that already. They're like, oh, yeah, it's probably not going to happen right now. <laughs> like, fuck. Why would they do that? There's not even a Frankenstein movie yet. The Fr- Bride yeah, of Frankenstein. That's... Well, who's Frankenstein? Yep. I think uh, Javier Bardem is supposed to be playing Frankenstein, but it's like, why don't you do that movie first? <laughs> you can't just skip to the Bride of Frankenstein. And I realize there's been a lot of Frankenstein movies, but still, you have to set up your Frankenstein. So stupid. Yeah. They're following the uh, the DC blueprint of not thinking things through very much with their universe. They should ask society. Like, society will give them, give them help. Ask fans of their yeah. universe. They will give them help. Yep, I agree. So dumb. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Um, Alien Covenant, uh, not a very good movie. <laughs> no Quite surprise pattern there. here. <laughs> there are some good alien so movies. But... Yeah. <laughs> this one they kind of like. Yeah, we'll get him eventually. Like, I don't know. They just kind of, Prometheus was just so stupid that they were trying to go continue off those storylines because Prometheus, like, asked a bunch of questions, answered none of it, and it was all things that, like, oh, I never, you know, had a question about that before, but now that you fucking made a big deal out of it, now we have to wonder, like, how this makes sense. And so they kind of continued with that, but then they tried to do an alien movie on top of it and make it more, you know scary with the creature attacking and stuff like that. And it just didn't really work on any level. (laughs) Like the mixture of the two didn't work and it still didn't answer anything from the first one really. So I don't know. It was just not good. Although uh, Michael Fassbender as the the robot, David, he was, he's still pretty good. Even though like, I mean, hold on now. Hold on. Well, come on now. It's Michael Fassbender. It's probably not. It's probably not actually good. <laughs> he is very good in most things, although not in a movie that we'll be talking about soon. <laughs> I don't know about your life. <laughs> um. Oh, here's another one. Uh, it comes at night. This came out in June of this year. This is like one of those A24 movies where it's like really, you know, very limited release, that type of thing, very artsy. Um, and I just did not like it at all. I think critics seem to like it a lot, but really it's just boring as fuck. <laughs> like it kind of takes like place during this like... 
yeah. you need to get new critics. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's slow and boring. It must be brilliant. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is basically like a family, like Joel Edgerton's like the father, and he's got like a wife and a teenage son, and they're living, you know, like basically holed up in their house out in the woods. Like clearly there's some kind of something going on, like a zombie apocalypse type thing. Uh, the grandfather dies like, and they're burning his body. So it's some kind of a disease or zombie outbreak, something like that. Um, and it's basically as they, they end up interacting with this other family who kind of comes to live with them and things get real tense and, you know, shit goes downhill from there. And it's just kind of like a very boring episode of The Walking Dead. <laughs> Oh. It's like, oh, yeah, this all kind of pans out exactly like you think it's going to. Like, oh, I bet they just live in peace and nothing bad ever happens. Like, no. <laughs> Clearly there's going to be, you know, some friction and shit's going to go down, and, and it does. And so it's just kind of like, oh, well, that was stupid. <laughs> I kept waiting for there to be some kind of weird twist, but there never was. It was just kind of like, yep, that's about where I figured was going to happen. Well, that's gay. <laughs> yeah, bad times. Um, 47 meters down. Oh, yeah. You see a lot of movies. Yeah. I know. He's <laughs> just a horror one. <laughs> um, this movie was pretty good. I mean... I kind of like shark movies, I found. Like, even if people, like, you know, shit on them, like, I don't think I've seen many that are just terrible, except for, like, Sharknado, which I haven't even watched the whole thing. Because I'm just like, this is fucking dumb. But I know wow. some people were shitting on The Shallows last year, but I liked that movie. It was pretty good. It got a little silly at Actually, the I end, like but... The Shadows. Yeah. And The Shadows was pretty good. I didn't mind it. Yeah, I like that, too. I don't know why people were like, oh, this is stupid. I liked it. Yeah, no, that was good. Fuck those people. They're just stupid. <laughs> yeah, 47 meters down, even though it had Mandy Moore in it, which is not a good thing, but <laughs> it was still pretty good. It's just oh, kind of man. simple, effective. It's a great thing. <laughs> I like movies that have, like, a good, simple premise of just, like, something bad happens. Like, what do you do to get out of it? Like, that's all I need. The more you try to give people backstory and that kind of thing, the more, like, I get pissed off. Like, that was the one part of the shell I didn't need. It was, like, all the stuff at the beginning and the end where it was, like, she's got to help her little sister and all this stuff. It's like, ah, fuck this. <laughs> I just want to see her out there battling the shark and trying to figure out how to get out of yeah. it. Yeah. I don't need her backstory. I heard it wasn't that great, but, I mean, I'd probably give it a shot. It does look interesting enough for me to take a little peeky-poo. Yeah. It uh, it definitely it takes some twists. I mean, there's some stuff where it's like clearly they're setting up for it, but the ending is kind of it's it's rough, man. There's some shit goes down. Damn. And they're making a sequel already called Forty Eight Meters Down. <laughs> oh, I heard, I heard. That should be just <laughs> yeah. terrific. <laughs> Luckily, it's not the same, like, people. Like, oh, they're still down there. Let's go fucking or they get another boat or something like that. No, no, no. It's just, I guess, some other people run into some sharks while they're scuba diving or something like that. 
Oh, <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. The Beguiled, that really, they kind of marketed that more as a horror movie, but honestly, it really wasn't much of one at all. <laughs> um, oh, Wish Upon. Fuck, I hated this movie. Hated it so bad. This, uh, huh, this I don't movie, even think I've heard of that one either. Yeah, this is a movie where it was like uh, this girl, this teenage girl, um, she's, you know, she's kind of angsty and all this stuff. Her mom died a couple years ago, that kind of thing. She's living with her dad. Um, and she, I think she found, or somebody sent it to her, or she found it. I forget how she got it. But she gets this Chinese, like, wishing box or something like that because <laughs> everyone knows about those. <laughs> and it grants her like seven wishes, which that seems like a lot of wishes. <laughs> All right. But basically, you know, every time she uses a wish, like it causes something bad to happen too. And like, so like whoever she uses on pretty much ends up dying, that kind of thing. Um, but she wishes that some girl in her class would go rot and like her skin literally starts falling off and shit like that. And uh, like, okay. this girl is just so stupid like she's completely unsympathetic at all you're just like why are you being so dumb but she's making stupid wishes um even after she realizes like what's happening and like it's just fucking like killing people she's just like whatever i'm gonna make dumb wishes still (laughs) those are terrible wishes and she's just like she's completely unlikable (laughs) she's just killing everyone around her basically like making wishes for dumb things. And at the end, like, they're basically, she finds out, she, you know, she realizes, oh, if I use the last wish, like, I'll die. Like, she knows that. And then she still uses it anyway to go back in time and, like, not make the wishes. But it's like, oh, you use your last wish. So what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> you literally <Jesus>. knew this. <laughs> so dumb. It just, it really makes you hate teenagers. <laughs> if you're like, this is what kids are like these days, I don't even care if they wish themselves to death. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> the Dark Tower, I would not say that it was really a horror movie, even though it's based on a Stephen King book. Huh. I haven't heard anything about that one yet. Oh, Good Time. Good Time is not really a horror movie, but it's fucking, it was just great. <laughs> Some would say it's movie. a good time. It was very, it was very, yep. <laughs> it was dark and gritty and just kind of felt like those old 70s movies where you're like, anything can happen. It's like, this shit's fucked up. <laughs> oh, God, Value of Bones. I think this was trying to be a horror movie of some kind, but it was just awful. Oh, my God. Valley of Bones was, like, about this lady who, like, has a kid, and her husband died, and they're going after dinosaur bones, and, like, the one guy that got helping is, like, a tweaker, like a junkie dude, and he's, like, he's, like, telling his drug dealer basically where the bones are so he can steal them and, you know, sell them (laughs) off. It's, like... (laughs) What kind of market is there for dinosaur bones? <laughs> you can just go fence those really easily. 
so these like you know mob guys are trying to get them in their dinosaur bones. It's just like oh fuck this. <laughs> sounds pretty awful terrible. already. <laughs> I don't know why I went to see that. That was one of those movies where I had no idea what it was going into it, and then I saw it and was like, oh god, I regret this. I regret this so hard. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I know you've seen this one. Oh, I've seen that one. <laughs> that sounds familiar. <laughs> That's just a terrific movie. It really is. Even just beyond being a horror movie, it's just a good, solid movie all the way around. It's like even if the horror things didn't happen, I think I still would have been on board. I'd just be like, this is damn enjoyable. It's like Stand By Me. Huh. Yeah, no, for sure. I definitely uh, <laughs> like it. I was... Uh, I like how they went to the 80s instead of the 50s for the gang and all that stuff. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, that was a good uh, update. I don't know. I've been getting into the, the 80s uh, theming of stuff. And that's, I, I'll still never really understand some of the music, but for sure that thing, <laughs> that time period was definitely a great. That was like my favorite part of Stranger Things. Like They nail like the music so good. So many great songs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Stranger Things had some amazing songs in it this time. Yeah. It was super good. Oh, my God. There's some great ones. I feel like they that's where they put all their budget, because it didn't go into CGI, that's for sure. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> no, like, I remember, especially beginning of the season, like, when they would go to the Upside Down, like, either where Will was in there or, like, Eleven would be there. It just looked like a green screen. Like, you could see. <laughs> it looked so fake. Yeah, I could see that. And they should have realized D'Artagnan was a, wasn't a real creature when they realized he was just a bad CGI effect. <laughs> if he was a real creature, they would have just had one there. Wait a minute, this looks CGI. I loved it. That movie was so yeah. good. Did you see the nostalgia yeah, critic great. review of it? No, not yet. He's like nitpicking the stupidest stuff. Uh, kind of. I mean, he didn't like hate it, but he definitely was like, the stuff he was like pointing out is just so dumb. <laughs> like, he was just like nitpicking the shit out of things. He has to. He's a nostalgia like, critic. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's things that aren't even like. I mean, I guess it's easier on something like The Room where there's so much to make fun of, but it was just like, some of the stuff was like, oh, um, like how come this time the kid sees the girl, he's like seeing her in slow motion. That's usually used in movies when they first see the girl. He already saw her early in the movie. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. That is really nitpicky and nobody would notice that or care. <laughs> Huh. Good job. <laughs> I guess, but like man, sometimes you just gotta have fun. And that's what that movie was. And I know he like hated the part where they were throwing rocks at each other. I'm like, that part was amazing. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, that part love- was pretty good. I like that part. And a lot of people were hating on that, though, too, because even the guy that I watch, he's like, I don't understand the part with the rock fight. <laughs> I don't understand that. That's, like, one of the best parts because it's so just stylistic and cool. Yeah. Well, I agree. I also enjoyed it. I just don't get it. All right. Well, the next one, I remember this was a week later, and uh, they had showed, I remember when I saw it in the theater, they were, like, really pumping up, like, next week, get your tickets now in the same theater for Mother. Actually, oh, Mother, yeah. With an exclamation point. <laughs> And this is a movie, like, people fucking hated it. I remember it got, like, an F cinema score. And I really think that's mostly wow. because they mismarketed the shit out of it. Like, because they, it's really not a horror movie. If you're just going for, like, a straight-up horror movie, like, this is definitely not the movie for you. <laughs> like, the it audience is not going to be the ones who would want to see this movie. It's nowhere near that same type of movie. Um, this is obviously Darren Aronofsky's new movie. Um, the guy who made oh. Requiem for a Dream and The Wrestler and Black Swan and all that stuff. So you know it's going to be weird and fucked up. And it definitely was. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Javier Bardem play a married couple, which just seems weird. <laughs> I can't see them really being together. But it's hmm. just a right. very, it's a very weird movie. And it's... Um, it's very me- metaphorical, and I didn't even understand what the hell it was being a metaphor of <laughs> until I like watched some reviews and that kind of thing. But I could clearly tell it was some kind of metaphor going on, um, and it kind of makes sense once you kind of you know hear it, I guess. Um, and it's it's very strange because the whole thing feels very dreamlike in the way that stuff mm. happens, like. She just kind of will walk from one room to the next and something totally different will be happening, that kind of thing. We're just like, oh, mm-hmm. this is like, you know, not what happens in real life. Like, but it's just, it's very, I don't know, like, I kind of liked it. Um, it definitely does a good job of, it's, of putting you in her shoes, like Jennifer Lawrence's shoes. And she's just kind of constantly, like, on the edge, like, you know, on the edge of breaking. Because, like, shit just starts going down. Like, these, this guy, this old man just shows up at their house. It's Ed Harris. And he's just like, hey. And her husband's like, oh, you want to spend the night? <laughs> She's just like, what the fuck? Like, why are you letting this guy stay here? <laughs> and then, yeah. like, her, like, her, that guy's, like, wife shows up the next day. And he's like, oh, yeah, you guys can stay. She's just like, what the fuck keeps happening? Like, why are you doing this? And gradually more and more people seem to start showing up at her house. And you can tell she's just, like, freaking out. Like, it just kind of does a very good job of, like, what it feels like to have anxiety. It really, like, portrays that very well. So, and just shit gets crazier and crazier as it goes on (laughs) to the point where you're like, okay, this is definitely not really happening. You can tell. But... I don't know. I just, it's very artsy. It's very weird, but I liked it a lot. So, I mean, I can see why it's not going to be for everybody. And definitely not if you're just expecting like a straight up horror movie, but it definitely had me more yeah. on the edge of my seat than like any actual horror movie. Like I actually just felt like, you know, on like on the, like just tense the entire time. <laughs> right, right, right. So I give it credit for that. Oh, fuck. And then next up is Friend Request. 
What a oh, piece of shit. Oh, I didn't even know that. that was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. This is a movie. I don't even know why they released it. I think this came out, like, on video, like, a year and a half ago. And then somehow it just got in theaters now. <laughs> like, I think it was recorded. Like, even though the actors are all American and stuff, I think they filmed it in Germany. So it might be, like, a German movie. So I think that's how it got released originally. It was maybe, like, as a foreign movie. But then they, you know, decided to give it a U.S. release. And it was just terrible. <laughs> like, it's basically all about, like, this, uh, there's this, they're at the college and this, um, this one girl, like, she has no friends and she, you know, she's just very antisocial. I was wearing a hoodie and stuff like that. And so this one girl kind of, you know, trying to be nice to her, she ends up friending her. So she's like her one friend on Facebook and that kind of thing. And then, like, she just kind of becomes like a stalker a little bit. So she unfriends her. And then the girl goes crazy and, like, kills herself and stuff like that. And so then she's kind of haunting her, the girl that, you know, that um, unfriended her. And she's, like, killing all of her friends and shit like that. And posting crazy, you know, posting pictures of their death on her timeline so that everyone else unfriends her. They're like, why are you posting this sick shit? <laughs> and it's just terrible. It's so bad. There's nothing remotely huh. interesting about this movie. Like, it seems like it's kind of trying to cash in on, like, the uh, the unfriended type, you know, thing. But I actually like that movie a lot better. Like, I thought Unfriended was pretty decent. This thing was not. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard they're making a uh, Unfriended 2. Oh, really? Oh, God. Yeah. It sounds like it's totally different, though. Like, it sounds like it's something about, like, uh, somebody buys a computer on, like, eBay or something and like, like that, and the old owner is, like, haunting him to get it back or something like that. It sounds less cool than the first one. <laughs> oh, speaking of sequels, did you see that uh, apparently they made a house, uh, the house is October built, too? Did they? Yeah, I think it, oh, I don't know if it was in man. theaters. It just came out recently, but I don't think it's on DVD or anything yet. But I heard it is terrible. Oh, no. Like it ruins the first one. <laughs> really? Now I definitely have to watch it. Yeah. Like I can tell you this the premise I read, and it's, it's stupid as fuck. Because apparently all the people from the first one are back. <laughs> but Why? <laughs> yep, it was all a trick. It was just part of their haunted houses that they filmed these people, you know, thinking that they were dying, but they really didn't. They really just, you know, dug them back up right as soon as they were, as soon as the movie ended. It was all just huh. part of their extreme well, haunted house. <laughs> yep. So the, now these characters are like famous because you know they're in some you know internet video of people thinking they were dying. So now they're capitalizing on their fame by going to more haunted houses. <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Uh. And I heard, I don't know what the ending is, but they said the ending is fucking stupid as hell. <laughs> That's dumb. I, I definitely need to see it, though. <laughs> I figured you would. They're like, it basically ruins any hope of this thing becoming a franchise. It's so bad. <laughs> Like, oh, Jesus. Good to know. (laughs) 
Oh, God. So I beat oh, Galaxy Jeepers Man. Pe- Did you? Yep. And then his I think his weapon is the black hole gun, and I got that, and then I looked up online to figure out what the weapon is or who's weak to that. And, of course, it's fucking Jewel Man, and this level is... I did beat Galaxy Man. It is. I can't fucking get it. Like that uh, mid-boss, the fucking rock dude... That thing is impossible. I can't. I haven't even gotten to him yet. Like the worst, oh, the worst fuck. enemy in Mega Man Ten are those fucking spiders that climb on the damn ceiling, and they they're filling Jewel Man's fucking level. <laughs> I hate them. Yep, they're the worst. They're, they're not even the hardest part of this <laughs> level. <laughs> All the fucking jewels falling on you and shit. Oh, oh my I hate god! That level it's fucking tiresome. Yeah, just wait till he gets to that mid-boss. He falls from the ceiling. You can only hit him, like, a very small window. And as soon as he hits the ground, like, he freezes you wherever you are and then shoots at you. So it's like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Did I play him at your house? No. No, we didn't do that one, unfortunately. He's just, he's ridiculous. (laughs) Why you to understand so my pain? Much. It is. I hate that game. <laughs> if you beat it, I'll be very, very impressed. Now I've got a goal in life. Stop working <laughs> on my game and just beat this one. Yep. Find a way to do it. If only they had save states on there like they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Yes, do Jeepers it very Creepers slowly. 3. Yeah, Jeepers Creepers 3. Uh, uh, this is definitely my least favorite of the Jeepers Creepers series so far. Um, I didn't even know when the hell it was supposed to be taking place. Like, apparently it takes place in between the first and second movies, which is just weird. Because apparently, like, one of the kids in this movie is on that bus in the second one. But he's, I don't believe he was because he'd be too old. (laughs) I don't think this kid was acting back then, so it's clearly not him. And he's got, like hideous amounts of freckles on his face. <laughs> so it's like, this is somebody who would have stuck out. Uh, wait, hold on a second. You <laughs> said it was a kid from the bus, right? From the second movie. But then yeah. you said it was a prequel when I talked to you to that. Yeah, like, they show him at the end of the movie getting on a bus, on the school bus. <laughs> and I think he's supposed to be, I'm you know, so going to the game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's so stupid, and it's just kind of more on the road, but with less interesting characters and just less purpose. And the the bus, like his truck that he's driving around, seems like it's flat out alive at this point. It's like shooting like heat seeking chains and stuff. <laughs> like it's like what the fuck. Oh, like God, about him even being around, just like shooting stuff out. Yep. Welcome to my nightmare. <laughs> the only the only good thing that this movie did was there's a the very last scene. Um, it sets up for another movie, and it kind of gives me hope because uh, of where they're going with it. And I hope I hope <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, because it sets up for the second one. <laughs> No, 
It'll set it. It's setting up for a future thing. If they ever finally get to the, the when he comes back 23 years later, which I thought that's what this was going to be, but apparently not. It's just still that same time. What if the next one they do is another weird prequel? Oh, God. <laughs> it's going to be like, what was that, Tremors 4, where it's like the 1800s? Oh, I hated that. Oh, God, I hate that. <laughs> Come on, boys. Let's go kill the creeper with our bows and arrows. <laughs> That'd be just awful. <laughs> but actually, you know what? I wouldn't even be against it. Cowboys and fucking the creeper? Hell yeah. <laughs> Cowboys versus creepers. <laughs> there used to be an army of creepers, but the cowboys took most of them out except for one. <laughs> I wonder how they would get the Jeepers Creeper song in there when they don't even have radios yet. <laughs> Just some, like, some jug band starts up. playing it. <laughs> some dude with like a drug and another chick with spoons. Jeepers. Yeah. <laughs> Got the washboard. Jeepers Creepers. Where'd you get those creepers? I said Jeepers. I said Creepers. Where'd you get those eyes? <laughs> That'd be amazing. When I was a kid, I used to be scared of like saying the word peepers in front of people because I used to think peepers was like a bad <laughs> word. <laughs> I could see that. So I just avoided saying it. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> That's a bad, a dirty word. Peepers. That's a dirty word. <laughs> An even dirtier word that I like, JoJo heard me say one time was the word nipple and I couldn't sleep for days knowing that I said that. <laughs> I was scared that my mom would find out. <laughs> I said nickel. Nickel. Nope, I wasn't quick like that back then. I hit it. Like it ruined my Disneyland trip or Disney World trip. Oh my God. <laughs> you were afraid when you got home she would find out? Yep. Well, unless you went with it. How was your trip? Oh, by the way, Peter said nipple. (laughs) I'd be like, no, no, please don't ground me. (laughs) No, I said rake leaves. (laughs) (laughs) No, I got older and I got quicker. Yeah. You learned to cover your tracks by then. Oh fuck! Well, next up we got the uh, the remake of Flatliners. Oh, what a piece of crap! <laughs> oh, is that that new movie with uh, Ellen Page? Yeah, yep, that's the one. The original is so much better. Great. Like that one actually had some charm to it, and it had like a lot of stars in it. When you look back on it, like Kiefer Sutherland, Julia Roberts, Kevin Bacon, uh, like Billy Baldwin, Damn. I think. Oliver Platt. One of the best. It's like, man. Yeah. It's like, these are actually people who went on to do cool things. This one just had Juno. <laughs> that was about it. I love Ellen Page. <laughs> and then, like, they had Kiefer Sutherland in it, but he was playing a different character. It's like, why? <laughs> you could have just had him be the same character, just all grown up. He was playing a doctor. He was in medical school before. Like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> it was real dumb. This one, yeah, it's like it's just soulless and stupid. <laughs> when this was a movie, uh, I went to see it at the Imagine Theater where they got these sweet like quesadillas and like pizza and stuff, and they'll bring it to you in the theater. Uh, <laughs> so I ordered a pizza, and like it's an hour into the movie at this point, and I was probably there a half hour or more early when I ordered, and so it's been like an hour and a half at this point, and I'm like, where the fuck is my pizza? So I had to go ask them about it, and they're like, oh yeah, I thought we had an extra one. <laughs> Sorry, we'll we'll get it ready for you. <laughs> So I missed a little bit of the movie, but uh, at least it was that movie. So I, you know, who cares? <laughs> if there's anything I had to step out of the theater on, it's going to be that because it was pretty terrible. <laughs> uh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> this movie could have uh... used more Kevin Bacon. <laughs> As could all movies. <laughs> oh, remember that movie there? Could have used more Kevin Bacon. <laughs> bacon makes everything better. Oh, yeah. um, we're getting close, getting close to the modern day here with uh, Happy Death Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this movie, honestly, it, it was pretty good for the most part. It just really felt like it was edited for TV. Like, the PG-13, you could definitely feel it. And in a way, it kind of makes sense, I guess, because, you know, once she dies, the day re- resets. So I guess if you're seeing it from her point of view, you're not going to see that much blood and that kind of stuff. But it really could have used more of that. Because <laughs> it's nice to see a slasher movie again, because they don't really make as many of those these days. But it's just kind of, it felt so tame the way they did it. There was very little, like, actual, you know, blood and guts and shit like that. Hmm. It's just like every time they'd be a killer, it's like, oh, cut away. So I'm hoping maybe they did film it as an R originally, and they just cut it down to a PG-13 to try to get more people, and then they'll release it on DVD as, like, the <laughs> the full version. <laughs> the unrated version on, like, that you can watch where it actually has more going on. Yeah. But overall, I didn't hate it. Like, the characters are likable enough. Like, the main girl actually, you know, she pulled it off pretty well. Like when it, For a movie where you're kind of stuck, you know, seeing things from her perspective the whole time because nobody else really knows what's going on except for her. She's the only one who knows she's living this thing out day in, day out. And everyone else just resets. So she did a really good job. And like her little, like her love interest type guy, like he was pretty good too. So, I mean, I did like them. So, I don't know. It had its moments. It didn't, it had some charm to it. Interesting. Yeah, I know. That one interested me. It was like just a horror movie, Groundhog Day, but still. It seems yeah. like a cool idea. Yeah. They don't really explain, yeah. like, why this is happening. <laughs> but I guess that's all right. That's to be expected. Why she's the movie explaining stuff. Yeah. <laughs> You're asking, like, why she suddenly gets this, you know, chance to keep reliving the day. Um, the snowman. <laughs> this thing has oh, gotten one of your terrible, terrible of reviews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're pretty much uh, deserved <laughs> how terrible it's been rated. Oh, poor Michael Fassbender. <laughs> no, no, no. This it's movie, appropriate honestly, this like... time, finally. You're, you're seeing it. <laughs> you're seeing it for real now. 
<laughs> this movie looks so good. Like, the trailers all looked amazing. It had such a good premise. Like, it seemed like it was all there, but, oh, my God, the movie was terrible. And, like, the director, even a couple of days before the movie came out, was just like, yeah, like, I'm sorry. They didn't, we didn't have enough. Yeah, basically. <laughs> He's like, we didn't have time to finish it all. So there's kind of, like, tons of scenes missing. <laughs> like, oh, that's great. <laughs> tons of scenes missing. What? I think he said, like, yeah, we didn't get to film, like, 10 to 15% of it. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> but why? Kind of important. It's just, yeah, there's huge just jumps of logic at points, and you can tell, it, like, whole subplots are kind of like, what was the point of that? That really didn't go anywhere. Like, maybe it was supposed to go somewhere, but they just didn't have time to do it. The most bizarre thing of all, like, oh, my God, this was so weird. I don't know what the fuck this was about. But Val Kilmer's in there in some flashback scenes. And... Uh-huh. <laughs> like every time he speaks, they like dubbed it with some weird like dubbing that's like that somebody wasn't even trying to sound like him, and he's speaking English. <laughs> They're dubbing him in English, so it's like, why did you do this? What the fuck? It's like not matching with his lips at all. It's just like, what the fuck is going on? Like I heard, I heard maybe he's been like sickly the last couple of years. But then why put him in your movie if he, like, can't talk? <laughs> Get somebody oh, else. Oh, God, that's awesome. <laughs> Please tell me he's a bad guy. I hope he's a bad guy. The weird thing is, is he really, like, they didn't even need those flashbacks. You could have just cut the whole thing. You could have just explained what happened. Like, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> why did you do this? It was so terrible. Like, it was distractingly bad. It's just like, Interesting oh, choice. a lot of just, yeah. <laughs> just a lot of things that just don't add up. And, like, <laughs> like the killer keeps making these snowmen with, the, you know, the same kind of face on and stuff like that. Half the time, it's like no one will ever see that except the audience. <laughs> what was the point of that? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. And this whole thing about putting... He puts, like, you know, he cuts people's heads off and then puts a snowman head on their body, which that's cool and all, but, you know, nobody ever sees it because by the time the cops show up, the things are all melted. <laughs> so I was like, well, you wasted yeah. time. <laughs> Interesting plot. <laughs> Not the best uh, modus operandi. But it's about as good as a Michael Fassbender movie can get. Oh, <laughs> sad day. <laughs> well, you know it's true. He's I mean, a look at him. He's been doing Assassin's Creed. Yeah, he's he's on a bad streak. I'll, I'll say that. He needs to make some better choices. Although he did marry a good choice. <laughs> 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 Um, and then, oh, just saw this on Thursday. Good old Jigsaw. Oh, yeah, how was that? I heard it was not good. Yeah, I mean, are really, beyond the first Saw movie, are any of them really that good? <laughs> it was fine. It was, 
it's 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 a saw movie so it's kind of what you expect it's got all the trademarks of you know here's the game going on here and here's the police investigating it here and eventually they're going to intersect somehow and it's going to you know there's going to be some kind of a twist going on and it's got you know all those hallmarks to it um some of the traps are interesting oh. Uh, some of the, you know, the kills aren't maybe the greatest. Uh, the one at the end, though, is, is pretty crazy looking. Like, it's not very realistic, I don't think. <laughs> but let's just say that the Demogorgon kind of makes an appearance in this in this movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, maybe somebody's face. I heard that, like, some of the traps didn't make any sense, like, for, like, the main trap, like, they would have had to have chosen. They've like chose different ways and some stuff, and mm-hmm. like trap would only work yes. that way is if they actually chose that way. Yep, this movie I'd say more than any of the other movies like was definitely you like dependable on depended on coincidence. Like <laughs> if anybody didn't do exactly what you thought they were going to do, like the trap wouldn't have even happened. Yeah, that's kind of weird. And some of them seem so easy to get out of, but that they would, like, fuck it up somehow. Like, it's like, oh, this you, you could have got out of this one pretty damn easily, but you, you said you were just stupid. <laughs> huh. It was like, oh, we injected, like, you know, I injected you with some, you know, this poison. Here's three, vi- or here's three needles. Two of them have uh, deadly acid in them, and one has the antidote. It's like, well, uh, can't you just, like, squirt some of it out and see if it starts burning shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, that made it too simple. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's 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 good for what it is. I mean, I'm not going to say it's the greatest Saw movie. It might not technically be the worst. But I'm glad that these oh, movies are God. back. I hope they keep making them. Are you still in Jewel Man's level? <laughs> oh, I could beat the mini boss. I've beaten him, but I'm not very happy. With this you did level. Yeah. How did you beat him? You have to. You have to play the super boulders. Got to make sure you dodge them, and then just as he lands, you have to jump. Then you shoot him, and then you jump. It's kind of like it's a pattern. So you jump as soon as he lands because you know where he's going to be up at top because you see the dust. So as soon as he mm-hmm. lands, you jump. And then when you land, you shoot him a bunch of times. I would just say a couple times and then just jump right away because he's going <laughs> to roll right into you every time. And then he goes back up and then you see it and you just keep doing that over and over again. Because I didn't beat him the oh, first shit. time and then I beat him the second time. It's getting to him is where I'm very frustrated. Yeah. Every, and it makes by you the time over I beat time. him. Yeah, exactly. So by the time I get to him, I finally go through the rest of the stage, and then I die, and then I have a game over because the fucking shit before them, I've gone through about a trillion times. Those stupid fucking moving platforms, that the swings, those are the worst. Mm-hmm. Those are the fucking worst. Yep. And then those. there's spikes everywhere. That's what really... I kind of got the hang of that, but... Yeah. What's, what's the rest of the level like after him? Is it still bad, or you can't um, get anywhere? The, uh, no, so the next thing you go to is these weird, like, like jewel diamond things that just kind of shoot. It's not even that bad um, after that. Um, and then there's more of the swinging things. And then oh, there's spikes. More fun spikes. 
It's not too much. Fuck not me. too much more after that. It's just bullshit. I don't. I don't God damn that level. Uh, 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 uh. I'm just gonna take a break from the game. I will beat that game. <laughs> my blood. Alright, we should probably do the uh, the Weird Al thing, though, because it is getting close to three, and I do have some people coming oh, over shit. today to play some board games. Nice. Very, very nice. Alright. Oh, where the fuck are they? Uh, there we go. Okay, so at this point, we are on Weird Al's fourth album, Polka Party. Um... This is definitely an album where the uh, the original songs definitely way outshine the parodies. Definitely yeah. not the strongest for the uh, for the parodies. Um, honestly, this might be the first one where we only have two <laughs> that make the the cut. Because <laughs> um, there's only four on the album. There's a polka and then four parodies. Um, the weird thing is they all. A lot of them tend to do with movies, I've noticed on this one. They all are songs that were popular from movies. But a lot of them, I would say, haven't really stood the test of time. So you're like, why would you parody that song? Like, nobody even fucking knows that song. (laughs) But I guess it was popular at the time. (laughs) So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, This is the first one. This was a song that was written about Peter Jenks' teenage years. That was all right. <laughs> it's called Living with a Hernia. Oh. 
I like that song because it's educational. It is educational. <laughs> it's like I've lived you it. You learn about all the different kinds of hernias. <laughs> that was obviously a uh, parody of Living in America by James Brown, the song that he does in uh, Rocky IV. <laughs> ah, yeah. Before the big match of Creed versus Drago. Yeah, I like that one. That's definitely the best one on this uh, album. <laughs> so he starts off strong, but then downhill from there. Although this next one is pretty Tinker's good. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Uh, next one is the parody of Robert Palmer's Addicted to Love called Addicted to Spuds. This is a Obviously good jam. Weird Al loves it. Yeah, this one's good. Uh, weird Al likes doing songs about food. <laughs> So this is yet another one. Your greasy hands, your salty lips, looks like you found the chips. Your belly aches, your teeth grind, some tater tots would blow your mind. I'm not going to say it's the best lyrically, but that song is pretty good. It is quite magical. <laughs> it made me a man. <laughs> made me what I am today. <laughs> oh my. I am addicted to spuds. I'm in a 12-step program. <laughs> All right. So, so those are pretty good ones. Next two, I would say not so much. Um, this one's, I mean, this one's okay. It's kind of catchy, I guess, but not amazing by any standards. Um, the next one is a song called Here's Johnny. Um, it's a parody of the song Who's Johnny? From, uh, I think uh, DeBarge, I think, was the guy who sang the original. This was a song from the movie Short Circuit that I guess got really popular because of that movie. Um, good old Johnny Five. Robot. Yeah. But this is a song about Ed McMahon and his catchphrase from the uh, Tonight Show. Uh, here it is.
far? <laughs> Get the hail in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever That's, heard that song. Uh, <laughs> there really isn't much reason you should have. <laughs> it's, uh, like I said, it's not spectacular. <laughs> If you listen to it enough, it starts to get kind of catchy, I guess, but I wouldn't say it's a shining star in his catalog. No. I heard some, uh, some, <laughs> some grunts of pain over there. <laughs> I don't know if it was from that song or yeah. Jewel Mansell is not going well. Oh, it's going. <laughs> it's going. I wish it was going to the bathroom. That's what I'm about to do. I'm almost <laughs> made it to Jewel Man. Nice. Oh, oh my God. If you beat Jewel Man, I'll be... You'll be the king of video games. If you oh, my God. I just Jewel made Man. it to fucking Jewel Man. Uh, I've only got one left. Oh, shit. This doesn't <laughs> oh, even no. matter. I'm never going to beat him. I don't oh, know yeah. how Do you have works. one left or on zero? Oh, I think I'm on zero. Let me check. I'm pretty sure it's zero, though. Uh, yep, yeah, I'm on zero life with half, half a bar of life. Shit. And no energy tanks? Nope. Not that it would matter. <laughs> See, my only my only saving grace is I have the black hole bomb, which is his weakness. Yep. So I'm gonna Yeah. I'm gonna look at a video. I'm gonna try to beat him with half of life with zero lives left. I'm gonna see how he operates and oh. then I'm gonna try to follow his pattern. All nice. right. But that's not what we're here to talk about. Very Let's smart. hear about that last yeah. that last song. Yeah, we got one left. Uh, this was, I don't even remember who sings the original. Uh, it's a song called Ruthless People, uh, I believe from a movie of the same name. Um, and this song is just terrible. I don't even have this song on my iPod, to tell you the truth. I just, I never feel the need to listen to this song. Uh, it's a parody of Ruthless People called Toothless People. Uh, right there, you're not really setting yourself up for greatness. But Dude, here it is. sounds great already. <laughs> I can't imagine. I don't even like. That's a song. Like I love '80s music. I don't know that I've ever even heard the original of that. 
Like you definitely don't hear that on the radio or anything like that. It is nope. not held up. <laughs> definitely not. That's that one's we what we like to call here in Washington garbage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then you take that garbage and shovel it into a syringe and shoot it up. <laughs> but right into your veins though, not like you don't test it first. <laughs> oh shit, it was Mick Jagger who did the original. I don't think he's proud of that either. <laughs> oh <or> not. <laughs> I can't believe I wrote this shit. <laughs> Alright, so um I'm gonna propose that we put living with a hernia and addicted to lo- uh, spuds into the uh into yep. the hopper. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> the rest can go blow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I'm good with that. All right. It seems like Jewel Man is extremely easy. Yes. Are you still fighting? So I'm I'm going to probably right now. I'm gonna see what happens. Oh all yeah. right everybody. You're gonna okay. witness this. Hold on, here we go. Alright. Yeah, it's on. gonna be live. It's gonna be live. Let's see if I can do this. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Alright, not doing so hot so far. Oh, fuck. I'm crossing my fingers. Oh, God. Oh, God. What the fuck? I saw this guy do... Oh! Oh, shit. I didn't know how to work the fucking things. Now I know how to. Boy, oh, boy. That was... The black (laughs) hole bombs are time. Or, they're not time. I thought they were time, like... So they're really cool. They're, they're very useful things. So Jewel Man's got the jewels that go around it. Fuck, man, I got to do it all over again. Um, no. He's got the jewels that go around them. And uh, you shoot a black hole, so you press the shoot button once, and it'll go across the whole screen until you press it again. And I did not know you had to <laughs> press it again. Once you press it again, it just stays there. And every time Jewel Man walks through it, he's getting damaged. And his jewels, instead of going towards you and hitting you, they go. They get sucked up into the black hole, so you never really get oh. hit by this stuff. But my, I, I didn't know how to work the uh, black hole bomb. I just hit it once and oh, the black so hole going, just kept going the screen. Yep. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. So I get the pleasure of doing this one more again, but I am out of lives, so that's really shitty. Mm. Do you have any uh, any like bolts that you can go to the store and buy uh, like an energy tank? Yeah, I might get it. I might get two E tanks. I just feel like I should yeah. be saving up. Cause I could probably do it with no E tanks. It's just it's a really dude. Oh, once nice. you get past once you get past uh, the boulder, dude. Um, uh, you go into the first room, which isn't hard. The second room isn't really hard, except for there's these pits where you will not know that there's shit that will jump out of there until you jump over the pit. So if, <laughs> as you're jumping, you have to jump back. And if you don't, they're going to hit you <laughs> and you fall right into the pit. So then you have to do that. And then there's that stupid bullshit that platformers do where there's a ceiling above you and you have to jump to the mm-hmm. moving platform 
but you have to like oh. wait until you're past the ceiling because if you jump with the ceiling, it'll just knock you straight into the pit. I'm like, oh come on, yeah. come on. I hate that shit. Thankfully, there's not too many more moving platforms after that. I think there's like one or two. There's one really, really tricky one, which I might get the spike boots for, because that shit is. There's a moving platform and there's a pit that you need to jump into underneath it, but it's directly under it, and surrounded by you're surrounded by spikes. So you have to move the platform and then jump before the platform lands back under you or before you get pushed off into the spikes. It's fucking oh god. Ass. <laughs> ass. <laughs> oh god, I'm so pissed off. I wish I knew how to, uh, I wish I knew how to work those bots. That's alright. Yeah. I'll that figure might it have out. made all the difference. Yep. Dang. I, I, gotta, I should probably play this game again. <laughs> Give it a no, shot. Man, get back in. If I can it. even get to Jewel, man. I know I got to Splash Woman once, but I didn't have her weapon, so I was just like, well, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching some guy do this. Uh, on the YouTube where he, he suggests starting with Galaxy Man, which I didn't even know. I just chose him randomly. But he started with Galaxy yeah, Man, I, and now he goes to Jewel Man after. I think he's the only one I've ever, ever beaten is Galaxy Man. Yeah, he's, he's definitely – his level is not too bad. It's actually pretty fun. Uh, Jewel Man is by far the worst level I think I've ever played <laughs> in a Mega Man game. Nothing about that game is fun. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to I want to beat this though so I can get to the, the Mega Man killers. Yeah. Oh man, I want to see them in actual color. I see them in the game. I know. Ones, but I'm excited. I'm excited. Hopefully, I can get there one day. Mm-hmm. They'll probably be hard as balls. All righty. Yep. Well, I think that's about all we have time for today, ladies and germs. Sorry, we couldn't get our yep. Freddy Krueger thing out, but at least we got to watch half of Nightmare on Elm Street today. <laughs> yep. We'll try that again soon with another movie. I mean, it feels weird to just go back to that one right away, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, well, we already did this. But we'll try it again with some true. Because I think it would have been pretty good. If you guys think do, like, that you missed out on the old cucumber joke, don't worry. I add that in every <laughs> one of my movies. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Well. This has been another great episode from the original Janksters. I'm Peter Jank. That's Kevin Jank. Thanks for listening, everybody, and hopefully you guys have a great rest of your weekend. And remember to always flip your tip.